Yo, 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 to all my people around the world, thank you for stopping in and listening to the first episode, the first number one episode of the BU Podcast. My name is Ashley Wallace. Oh, yeah, and if you're in Japan, okay, so on this first episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about why me, Ashley Wallace, a black kid from the south suburbs of chicago illinois decided to come all the way to this tiny island japan second we're going to talk about how i came about having the interview with the black experience japan and my feelings about it becoming viral over a million viewers me man couldn't believe it but i'm going to talk more depth in depth about that during the episode and last my main motive for making this podcast is because of you guys and I'm going to let you know more details about that in the episode as well. So, go ahead, kick back, relax, and always be you. Welcome to the Be You Podcast. Be You Podcast. Welcome. Everybody, like I said, here it is the first episode of the BU podcast. Uh, once again, my name is Ashley Wallace, and uh, thank you guys for stopping in and listening. It's much appreciated. Uh, I've been talking about doing this for quite a while now. For you, for those who follow me on Instagram and who have uh, subscribed to the YouTube page, uh, you know, I've been talking about this. You're probably like, Hey, when are you gonna start it? <laughs> well. We finally, I finally done it today, um, and I'm happy to be doing it as well. Uh, once again, thank you, thank you, thank you very much uh, for uh, you know following me on Instagram and following and subscribing to the uh, YouTube page as well. Uh, be you, as uh, much appreciated. Um, yeah, so let's go ahead and get into it. Um, like I said on this first episode, I'm just gonna go ahead and give you some info about me uh, and we're gonna, first going to start off with hey i'm pretty sure a lot of you are thinking to yourself and always be asking hey why did this guy uh ashley go to japan uh this black kid from country club hills illinois south suburban chicago uh why did he want to go to japan that's a good question uh, i think a lot of people uh, have had that question about me and I'm here to kind of answer it in detail for you. So listen up. Um, so, yeah, as a high school kid in Country Club Hills, Illinois, uh, I was very interested in the media aspect of, of uh, Japan at first. Well, not even only high school. From, um, man, maybe first year junior high school and elementary school. Um, you know, my first entries, my first piece of interest in Japan was probably, uh, hey, just like I think a lot of people are, uh, the video game culture, and one other thing was Dragon Ball Z. I remember every time uh, getting out of school, uh, trying to get home to watch that, you know, new episode of Dragon Ball, because there's always a cliffhanger at the end. Um, the guy will leave you in the cliffhanger 
trying to figure out what's going on, what's going to go go down next. And yeah, that was my first interest in Japan. Um, so from that, uh, you know, when I became a high school student, uh, I think it was my senior year of high school, uh, I started teaching myself um, a little bit of Japanese. And I got a little bit of A from my cousin um, in Oregon because he was uh, studying Japanese as well at the time. So he gave me like some free software uh, recommendations and some ways to kind of go about um, kind of getting things started alone by myself. And I did. Uh, during uh, classes at high school, I would tend to like study hiragana and katakana and, and do things like that and study easy phrases, greetings, and things of that nature. And probably a lot of people in my high school class were probably like, what is this dude doing? Is you know, Japan, Japanese, what? You know what I mean? You know, you know, it didn't really bother me too much, you know, because it's what I wanted to do, you know, and that's uh what I was interested in, you know. So uh with that being said, um with my Japanese studies, I decided to go to the University of Nebraska. People are probably like, what, Nebraska? From Chicago to Nebraska? What? Um, and probably some people around the world, if you're listening to this in some other country other than the United States, you probably don't know where Nebraska is. But just to kind of give you an idea, it's smack dab in the middle of the United States. Um, that's Nebraska, where a lot of the agricultural things go on. Uh, not much there two big cities that's all you're gonna get uh but nonetheless it's a pretty alright state alright so I went to the University of Nebraska um to pursue well first it was a computer science and then I realized after a year that wasn't for me uh and then after that I transferred to the business college to get my uh major in international business along with a Japanese minor uh, so that's where I learned, uh, began to learn uh, Japanese. Um, I had the opportunity to meet quite a bit of Japanese study abroad students there uh, that I was fortunate enough to frequently practice, you know, the language with uh, while I was in Nebraska, right? And, that was my thing. I couldn't believe that was there were that many Japanese people in Nebraska, to say nonetheless. Um, that was blowing my mind. Um, so therefore, not only did I have the opportunity to um, speak with these students uh, on campus in Japanese, but I also had the opportunity to study abroad. Now, this was the deal breaker, right? So when I was 20 years old, I got to study abroad in Japan. And one thing a lot of people don't know, even the people that knew I went to study abroad, I almost didn't get accepted to go. Um, It was because of my grades or some shit like that. I don't remember what it was. But my Japanese grades were good and a lot of people in my class, especially one of my good friends, Andrew Hanna, uh, knew you know, how much I, you know, deserve to go and study abroad in Japan uh, in 2007. So, in the end, I got to end up going. I really don't know what it ended up happening. 
I don't know if my friend had vouched for me or, or something of that nature. I don't know what happened. But I got accepted to go. So, in um, September of 2007, 2007, 2007, I flew to Tokyo, Japan, 20 years old, you know, with a group of students from the University of Nebraska um, to go study abroad. Uh, it was a pretty amazing experience. I had a lot of fun as a 20 year old uh, in Japan. Much, much different uh, being an adult here. And we'll probably get into those things in later episodes. Um, but it was an awesome time, uh, you know, being abroad in this, you know, country at 20 years old. You know, I mean, I felt like what more could an African-American kid from Midwest United States ask for at that time? So after I studied abroad... Uh, you know, it was kind of a, you know, after those three months, you know, I, I made some connections with some people from overseas who I, you know, I, I tend to keep in touch with a, a couple. I still keep in touch with a real good friend. I have in Canada, uh, Master, uh, Master Sita Kentaro. If you are listening to this, shout out to you, man. Um, yeah, uh, he's one of the, he's uh, working in Canada at, uh, with the Mitsubishi Corporation, but on, the, on another note, uh, I made a lot of friends there. It was a kind of I was a little emotional leaving, but you know I knew I I knew I was trying to get back. So got back to University of Nebraska, continued to study Japanese, um, and I said, hey, I'm getting back to Japan. You know I, I got to get back, got to find a way back. Um, and 2011 came around. I was applying, 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 applying on the internet. This is when Gaijin Pot, for any of you who aren't aware of Gaijin Pot, is pretty much a Japanese uh, job board. Uh, so these are for individuals that are trying to work in Japan and can find jobs in Japan through this job site. Um, if you're looking for a job, Overseas in Japan, I would suggest Gaijin Pot would be the first place to go. But there are other job boards as well. But that was the one that was just coming up, and that was the one I was informed about when I was graduating and um, about to go to uh, trying to get back to Japan. So, you know, I was applying, 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 and I came across this real interesting job that was on the Yokosuka Naval Base, and it was dealing with selling cars. I knew nothing about selling cars. Uh, all I knew is that I wanted to get back to Japan. So I ended up applying for it. And a man by the name of Mr. Uh, Samuel Lynch, who I'm still uh, in contact with today, I consider one of my mentors, really great guy that's still here in Japan and still working on the Coastal Bay, um, reached out to me. And uh, he said, hey, you know, Go ahead. Uh, I saw your application. I saw your resume. Um, go ahead and do the personality test and get it back to me. Did all of that. Got it back to him. Uh, I think I remember. I believe either I got the email or the call the day of my graduation or after graduation or something like that. Cause I remember being at my uh, fraternity bro- uh, at my fraternity brother's house. And I think, yeah, we were at my graduation party. Uh, yeah, Phi Beta. Shout out to Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated, Blue Phi. 
Um, and you know, I was telling everybody, I was excited, like, yeah, man, we're going back to Japan, we're going back to Japan. You know, Sam uh, hired me. You know, uh, and he's a brother from Chicago as well too. Um, so immediately when I got to Japan, we had a really quick connection. Um, but yeah, at that point, that's when I started my journey. Uh, I got here in July of 2011 and, um, I haven't looked back since, um, I think if some of you've been following my social media, uh, it, it is, uh, coming to an end, uh, probably within a year or two. Uh, and we'll probably, I'll probably have an episode on that as well on, in depth on why, uh, that it's come to that. Uh, but other than that, that's the background of why, you know, this kid came to Japan and I've been here for 10 years. It hasn't been the most smooth 10 years, but uh, I can say that I've learned a lot. I've experienced a hell of a lot. And uh, I have a lot to share with you guys, you know. So, in the next segment, we're going to go ahead and talk about the reason why a lot of you guys are probably listening to this. And the reason why a lot of you guys, you find out who Lil O. Ashley Wallace is, is my viral interview with the Black Experience Japan. So... Go ahead if you need to go grab something to drink or you need to, you know, sit your earphones down because you got to go take care of something real quick and come back. We're going to have a quick little interlude and then I'm going to get into that and how that came about with the Black Experience Japan. Okay, okay, people, we are back. Uh, thank you for staying with me. Uh, I actually got up and got me a little drink as well. I don't know if anybody else out there has got one, but it's an uh, evening out here on Friday night. And uh, it's these beautiful little things called chuhais. For you, in Japan, for you people in Japan, you know what those are. Um, they're pretty easy to get, accessible, and delicious. So... You know, this part of the segment might flow a little bit more smoothly than the last one. Who knows? But I am uh, drinking a true high right now with you guys. And any of you other guys who've gotten a drink or something out there, uh, let's go ahead and enjoy it. Let's get into the second segment. Um, it's much appreciated. Once again, appreciate you guys being here and listening in. So we talked about why Ashley Wallace came to Japan. Uh, I hope some of you uh, were interested in that and answered a lot of your questions. Uh if uh, I didn't answer all your questions in the last segment, uh, you'll be able to either email me or I'll be setting up the um, link to drop questions to me, voice recording uh, here on the anchor. And actually, I'll probably get that after this segment. Uh, this is my first time getting into the, pod- the podcasting, so I'm going to make some mistakes, tumble over a little bit of time, but please bear with me um, with that. So, like I said, in this segment right here, we're talking about one of the reasons why, like I said, some of you guys are listening to this. A lot of the reason why you guys are following me on Instagram and subscribe to the YouTube channel that I created was because of the interview that I had, the Black Experience Japan. Man, 
is it something else right so i think you know i like to kind of share with you guys how that kind of came about because to be quite honest it wasn't planned at all um if some of you have reached out to me on instagram we talked about that uh it wasn't planned i wasn't planned really i mean it was planned but it wasn't i didn't seek out uh the black experience japan to you know get an interview or anything like that uh, so let me just tell you how it kind of came about uh well one day i was in the barbershop in shibuya uh, which some of you guys have probably seen this on my instagram uh, just a quick shout out to Shop Brooklyn, Tamru Grant, great barber in Japan. If you're black, even if you're not black, if you need a haircut and you're in Shibuya, stop by Shop Brooklyn in Shibuya. Um, if you search him on Facebook or Google, he should come up. Go in there, support him. Has been uh, a good friend of mine uh, many of my years here in Japan, and uh, I have supported his shop. Uh, since I've been since the opening of it, uh, great establishment, great vibes. Check them out. But that's where we were at. That's all you had to say. And the a creator of the uh, Black Experience Japan, you know, he came into the shop. Either he was already there or he came in. I can't recall. And I've seen him before. Uh, and I just knew he always had a phone and he always had a mic. I didn't really, I never knew really what was going on. Uh, with what he was doing was he just doing it for leisure or was that just his thing i never really knew because i never really i uh, sat down and discussed these things with him about that uh i really felt it wasn't any of my business to be quite honest um so I, I didn't i never asked okay so we're sitting in the shop and i'm waiting to get my hair cut and uh he begins to speak with me he says hey um yeah, you want to do a YouTube interview for me, for the channel? Mind you, at this time, I, I, if I recall correctly, I really didn't know anything about this channel, to be quite honest. Uh, never came on my YouTube feed, anything like that. And this is no shade or anything like that, but I just didn't know anything about it. I just thought this was a brother that, you know, wanted to interview another brother about Japan and, you know, and things of that nature so i told him uh yeah sure but i did forewarn him that hey i don't know what your um channel is trying to convey or what type of uh, audience you're looking for but what i'm going to say in my interview is going to be very raw and very real and very honest about my experience and about the things I face and how I view Japan. So it's not gonna be cookie cutter. It's not gonna be, oh, it's so clean and it's so cool and, you know, the sushi's good. It's gonna be an actual raw explanation and, and, and explanation in my viewpoints on Japan and how I have experienced it for the time I've been here. He said, all right, yeah, cool. I understand. I said, all right, cool. Let's go, let's go for it. So um we set up a date. Uh and I met him in Harajuku. That's where I was in the video. If, if anybody has been to Japan or hasn't been to Japan, Harajuku is one of the hot spots, the Keshirodi. Um 
I really enjoy going there sometimes as well. Uh, it's not much to do there except shop. So don't be looking for any clubs or restaurants or anything like that. So if you are going to Harajuku, uh, the, the, the shop and buy some cool stuff, go for it. <clears throat> so we met in Harajuku. Um, and then I did the interview. Uh, and, and I think the thing that you saw caught his caught his eye was the um what I said which was you know the don't mess with these women in Japan type that I, I, I don't remember the title of the video I haven't watched it in so long I haven't watched it in so long that um I forgot the title um but I think it was like uh, watch out for these women uh, and something like that and yeah so after that you know shook hands he said thank you I said thank you and I went on about my day um to be quite honest like I said not until my video was uploaded or was going to be uploaded or until actually until I met him I didn't really know about the Black Experience Japan his channel so I kind of went on there and said oh, okay man his channel's getting okay it's quite well known you know videos lots of views and stuff like that and you know I just asked him hey man yeah when, when, is, when are you gonna upload my vid and this that and the other he said I'm gonna upload it this time this that move out the bam and I said alright cool but I didn't really expect no big buzz from it at all, really. Uh, I said, hey, all right, cool. You know, I, I did a video for his YouTube channel. Uh, some people are going to watch it, and that's going to be it. So he posts a video. Um, I think for about a week straight when I was a black sound flower samurai 1914 um, that I was just getting a plethora of Instagram followers and I was just blown back thank you so much in my video 100k viewers 200k viewers 300k viewers and I'm just saying to myself like Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. This, this, <laughs> I couldn't believe that that people were responding to me like that. And then the Instagram, people were following me on Instagram, reaching out to me and saying, Hey, man, uh, you know, great video. Uh, appreciate you saying what you said. You've motivated me to come to Japan. All the questions. Uh, people of color who have interest in coming to japan um it just opened up a whole new world and a whole new door for me that i just couldn't believe i was thrown back and uh one of my good friends here uh lavelle uh uh mr lovely on instagram go ahead and follow a real cool dude um he had kind of been kept on the watch of 
you know, the amount of um, views that the, the uh, videos were receiving. And he's like, man, like you, like your views are just going up every day. And I was like, really? And man, I haven't checked in on it because like I said, I'm just not that type of guy. And you know, I, I, I mean, I like social media. I like, I like doing things on it and things of that nature. Hence, why I felt uh, one reason I need to start this podcast as well, since I'm always on Instagram, podcasts, and things of that nature. But it reached over a million views, and you know, uh, I, I appreciate you know you guys out there around the world um, checking that video out and. For a lot of you, like you stated, I believe it impacted you in um, some type of way. Uh, and I was just extremely humbled and extremely thrown back about that. Um, 500%. You know, still even thinking about it right now as I'm talking to you guys about it. Uh, it baffling to me that... Uh, over a million people um, felt that what I stated was good for them to know and good for them to use, you know, just uh, hear about. Uh, you know, having a million people view me also says that people that watched the videos said, hey, go look at this guy. Go listen to what this guy is saying. If you're going to Japan, it might be useful to you. So, um, that's how it all came about and that's how you know i've come to wanting to make this podcast as well is for you guys um and like i said we're gonna get into more details about why i feel like i needed to make this podcast for you guys in the next segment Alright people, hello, hello, we're back for the third segment. Um, I just took another swig of a chew high. Hopefully you guys filled up your cups if you're off of work and if you're at work, maybe listen to this or on your way to work. Uh you've refilled your coffee cup and um you're here with me. Listen you're here with me, uh listening to me uh speak about speak on this podcast, which is much appreciated. Um just some real funny real quick. I'm actually re-recording this segment. Uh, I forgot to plug my mic in. <laughs> so uh, I was just talking into my iPad on shitty quality. Uh, so I'm re-recording this. Hopefully that made a couple of people laugh out there. So I'm re-recording <laughs> this segment right now. I was actually seven minutes in until I realized it. Right at the end, actually. How about that? But anyways, I'll go ahead and re-record it again. As I said in this third segment, I'm talking about the the motive for me creating the BU podcast, which is you guys out there. You. Um everyone who reached out to me on Instagram and followed me on Instagram and you know said all these great things and, and things of that nature. That's what motivated me to do this. And that, and that's exactly this is exactly why. If it wasn't for you guys, 
I wouldn't even be doing this. I wouldn't even thought about it. Also, you know, my friend, my friends had been pressing, pressing on me to get, get to this as well too. And letting me know like, Hey Ash, you got some stuff to say. You need to go out there and record it and put on a podcast and let people hear it. And from hearing that from them as well, I felt, I began to felt like that as well. Like I said, based on a lot of the feedback that I received on my YouTube videos, the messages that I received in my inbox on Instagram and things of that nature, it kind of seemed that the content that the majority of the individuals were looking at uh, wasn't as direct, raw, and I guess genuine as what I said on my on my video. And people respected that and people um, responded to that. You know, it, it made them it made you guys really want to understand what this place is about because the previous content you may have been looking at wasn't really conveying that, right? So I'm here for you. I'm here to answer your questions, your concerns, and everything that you want to know about this country and maybe just, you know, being overseas in general. A lot of you are looking to come over here to visit Japan and live in Japan and things of this nature. I want to give I want to help you have the best idea possible of what you're coming into before you come into it. Because when I came, all I came what with was the 20-year-old study abroad trip college Japan experience which you know has you pretty how can I say jaded about what it really is like living here and you know I believe that a lot of people will convey this place as you know, one of the greatest places on earth because of, you know, the very minuscule and small things about it. Now, don't get me wrong. I've been here 10 years for a reason, but as I stated earlier on, which I'll probably talk about in a future podcast, it's coming to an end, and that's for a reason. And I'll, and I'll get in more in depth about that probably in a different podcast. But, um, yeah that's what that is so you know i want to hear you guys questions i want to hear you guys concerns uh and things of that nature about this place and on a quick side note the reason why this you know let me say we because me and my friend lavelle actually came up with his name bu he helped we helped each other come up with this and maybe at some point he'll be he'll be jumping on this cast as well. Um, is that because here in Japan we believe that a lot of foreigners uh, tend to come over here and well not a lot some uh, and kind of lose themselves more or less not be themselves, you know. Uh, and it's easy to do that and, and kind of create this new persona because you're so far removed from what um, you came from, you know. So you could be somebody else. You can you can create this new image. You can be this new person. And you don't have to be you, the old you. Uh, if you felt like that old you was was not what was cutting it in your 
in your past life, right? And also, not only that, um, just a little quick uh, dive into Japanese culture. Um, a, a lot of the, the people here in Japan are not themselves due to the culture. Um, it's hard for them to be themselves because if you're yourself, then you're outlier, you're outcast, you're not wanted. Uh, you, you're exiled and you're put, you're put on the outside of the circle and you can't get back in because you're not like everybody else. So many, even Japanese people aren't, aren't really who they really want to be most of the time. Um, so that was another reason why we kind of came up with the BU label. Right? And that's why I'm here today speaking to you guys about this. So with that being said, um, I appreciate all of you uh, hanging in there with me and listening to this first episode of the BU podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you enjoyed listening to it. I'm sure that some of you are probably waiting around and figuring out when this was gonna happen. I'm not saying that to toot my horn, but I'm saying it to because saying it because it took me too fucking long to do it. And now I'm finally doing it. So I, I hope that uh, those individuals that have been waiting on it are satisfied uh, with listening to this and happy uh, that I got it done. Not only that, I haven't quite figured out how often I'm going to drop podcasts. It may be a random off the top of the head. I could say maybe, hmm, I don't know, maybe every two weeks, maybe every week. But I got, I keep you guys posted on the Instagram and letting you, letting you know when I'm dropping a new podcast. And other than that, um, like I said, in, in future podcasts, We'll probably be having, I'll probably be having some interviews with some people that uh, I feel and maybe that other uh, people that are behind BU feel are good individuals to interview uh, because they kind of perpetuate BU and maybe are just as raw and real as me about uh, things pertaining to Japan. So be looking out for that. Uh, also, I kind of had some, I had to uh, spoke with my wife as well. She might be appearing on here as well. We might be having some podcasts, uh, and it might be in Japanese. You know, if you just would get a kick out, you know, listening to me and my wife speak Japanese, you can listen to that as well. And we might have some Japanese listeners out there, so that'll be for the Japanese listeners. Um, and yeah, that's about it for the time being. Um, like I said, this is my first time doing this. I appreciate you guys uh, sitting here and uh, listening to me uh, speak. And um, hey, that's it for the first episode. So you guys stay blessed, stay real, and most of all, be you. Peace.
Thank you for tuning in to Be You Podcast. Always remember to always be you.